Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing has turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that for building your inner bridge? Bridge, Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hi, I'm Carol Tuttle. Welcome to my weekly Child Whisper podcast. I'm broadcasting live on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Carol Tuttle and live on Facebook for the first 10 minutes of the show. I'm the best-selling author of the book, The Child Whisper, which you can go to thechildwhisper.com to learn about that book and all the great resources we have on that website. So today we're talking about tips for working moms. And in parentheses, non-working moms, um, I think these tips will help any mom. And yet, I've been an entrepreneurial mom for 30 years, most of my children's lives. I've been working part-time um, to full-time once they got older. And so my tips today are going to help you create a really amazing summer. Because this time of year, our children's schedules change, but our schedules often do not. And so we're going to look at some tips that I have to help you with that. Let's start today with a success story. This came in from a mom, um, a type 4 mom, with a 3-year-old who writes, My 3-year-old has low muscle tone and significant gross and fine motor delays. I got motivated to make significant diet changes and to add supplements as recommended in the book, Cure Your Child with Food. We also do activities for her physical um, do activities her physical therapist has given us. Now she's able to run and keep up with others. She's ahead developmentally in all areas except motor skills, and she's only had one meltdown in months. Thank you so much for sharing your insights in your recent podcast about special needs kids. The steps you outlined were life-changing for my daughter. I'm so glad to hear that, that you actually took into account their uh, diet. Diet is huge when it becomes, if your children are not eating whole, clean foods, um, it's contributing to any imbalance that's presenting in their life. That is a foundational correction. Good for you, type 4 mom, to look into that further. I've not read the book you recommend, but it sounds like a great book, Cure Your Child with Food. But I recommend a resource. Um, they're very popular online, super healthy kids. Go to the Child Whisperer dot com forward slash healthy and check out super healthy kids another resource i've introduced of late that i'm really really passionate about i actually have a bottle i'm going to be giving away some of this in the near future um, it's called oceans alive marine phytoplankton drops this will solve the dilemma of a lack of nutrition in your children's food with a couple drops a day this is superfood you can go to the childwhisper.com forward slash plankton to learn all about this superfood that nature provides for us. I personally take this. I've had um, my children all through their growing years. I gave them um, blue-green algae or marine phytoplankton as a really base supplement that took care of a lot of the lack of nutrition that we just don't have in our food nowadays. So let's talk about um, tips for working moths. And I have a giveaway today. And this will, when we go to live callers after in the next 10 minutes or so, I'll be taking live calls. You can see the 
number posted in the Facebook copy, I'm giving away a covered goods multi-use nursing cover. My daughter, Anne, who's recently had a little baby boy, you can meet Samuel in one of my Carol Puddle TV recent broadcasts that is posted in my playlist here on Facebook, and it's also on my website, dressingyourtooth.com. It's a nursing cover that can also be used as a car seat cover, a grocery cart cover, and even be worn as a scarf. And I'll be giving that away to a lucky caller today. So call in with your success story or a question if you'd like to be a winner. And let my producer know that you're calling in because you want to win the nursing cover. Anne uses this. It's very handy. Um, it's attractive and obviously very practical with all of its uses. So today's tip, entrepreneurial moms, working moms, non-working moms, these will apply to everyone, but particularly moms that work. Now, the first one is your schedule. Your children's schedule often, it most likely has changed. Yours may not have. And so your schedule needs to be your best friend. Now, there were six, in my weekly planner, I dedicated six areas of focus that help me create balance in my weekly scheduling. I used this for years as a working mother. And the six areas were work, household slash yard, family, number three. Number four is service. Number five is personal care. And number six, very practical, is phone calls or follow-ups. Now, every week, I would list what I was doing in each category so I could easily see where I was out of balance and what two areas actually it allowed me to pay attention to more clearly. Always filled up the work category easily. I'm going to take three, household and yard, easily filled. Follow-up phone calls, those were always very easy to have items in. The three areas, and especially two of these three, family time and personal time and service were the three I got to make sure had things in those categories. Because if they were not, you know, they may not always be equal, but that showed me if I was balanced or imbalanced. So I'm going to give you some tips for each of these categories. Let's start with work. Can you work less? this time of year. Can you go, if you're in a five-day work week, can you shift that to four and give more hours? Can you work part-time at home, part at the office? Now, if you're working from home, that has an interesting challenge in and of itself. You need to craft out your work schedule in your home environment. That becomes a very dedicated work time. Because otherwise, you'll be dealing with interruptions. And do you have the proper support in order to do that? Do your kids have somewhere to go, whether it's camp, daycare? What is it that you're supplementing what you, you know, be their school schedules with friends' playtime so that you can dedicate work time if you're at working at home as a mom? And so make sure that you, you look at your options. How can you modify your schedule? so that you free yourself up more? Can you go in earlier so you get home earlier? Do you have vacation days planned out? Can some of those vacation days be dedicated to not going somewhere 
but spending time with family and spending time in per the family and personal and maybe even service space. Now, let's look at the next, second one in my category, household slash yard chores. Now, I'm a big advocate if you're a working mom of hiring in um, house cleaning support. Now, I've had good success with getting um, individuals rather than going through services. I've always hired someone that I could train. And if I have, if you're in the Salt Lake City area, I have an amazing woman. She's a type two. She's very receptive to feedback. Just email parent, parenting at live your truth. Parenting at Live Your Truth, if you want me to share her name and contact info. But she's been great. I've had her for over 15 years. She really caters to my needs. She even gives me the option, um, if I have all my laundry washed, she'll fold it. And she actually, she comes with her brother. He is the most magnificent. He has the skill of ironing. All my, I come home from work and all my laundry's folded, all my ironing's done, and my house is immaculate. So it's worth that investment. Can you take some of that money that you've budgeted for vacation or other activities and dedicate it to some house cleaning support? This never took away from my children's chores. They always had chores that were the day-to-day -day practice of maintaining our household. This was, I'm quite a tidy person. And you'll see my home. I'm broadcasting on Wednesday on Carol Puddle TV. Here, uh, it goes live Wednesday on Facebook. It'll be around 11.30 a.m. I'm going, going to be touring my home as part of our Decorating Your Truth uh, series. And I've always been very tidy. So I did not want to make my children, my cleaning crew, uh, to my standards. And having a house cleaner has been a huge asset. And, and I've had one for years years. In fact, my daughter has just recently invested in that as well because she teaches voice lessons and wants to make sure she doesn't use the time, you know, she wants her time to be available for her children versus doing a lot of household chores. So um, the other in household, would it be, would it be supportive to your family this year to get a lawn service even? What yard support do you need? How hiring someone to come in and weed? You know, you can supplement with things like this. They don't have to be long-term commitments. But where do you need to free up yourself and your family from just overload and to get the value of that return of having your, your home and your yard really pleasant? Because if your yard is pleasant and it's clean and it's tidy, your home is clean and tidy, it changes the environment. You'll spend more time outside in the yard because you have a really lovely yard. And then one thing I did consistently with meals growing up, um, Monday night was pizza night. I just, you know, I've been all about a healthy diet for years. Ever since my son, you can learn about my story with him and should I medicate my child or not, but that put me on the path of nutrition and health and really feeding my children a healthy diet. But, you know, one night a week, we did a little pizza. We just, we brought in the pizza. It, Took, it just was one less thing to do. And so that was really handy for me. And then can dad or any of your older children take one or two nights a week in the cooking responsibility? And there are almost so many good options when it comes to freezer meals, freezer crock pot meals. You can even Google that. I know Super Healthy Kids offers those. They have menu planning services. Um, that, you know, Get the support, get the information, make it very turnkey. 
And maybe you need to spend one day a month doing 10 or 12 freezer meals. Enroll your children that like to cook, these type three, type four, you know, any type child will enjoy cooking when you support their approach to it. And enroll your family to, you know, get things put in place so meals are very turnkey, turnkey and do not take a lot of time. Family time. Now, summers are meant to be fun. Children will remember how their summer memories. So here's some tips to create positive summer memories. How about a staycation, staying in your own town, day trips, you know, doing things in your own area? Well, uh, two really great resources to find out. Well, actually, there's three great online resources, and these all come in the form of apps. To find out what events are going on in your community, farmers markets, what parks, pools, outdoor movies, outdoor concerts, a lot of these things are free. You could, you could go to, you know, once a week, hit a different pool, you know, community rec center. You can make that an adventure. Well, Yelp is a great resource for looking up local things that are going on, events, as well as just different things to do. And TripAdvisor, you, if you've gone on TripAdvisor and clicked on Near Me Now, and then you click on Things to Do, you might be surprised what comes up and the ideas that you're given. The other one is Eventbrite. They actually, you can subscribe to a specific area in the country and you'll get emails, at least, you know, they don't tend to send them every week. I don't know their mailing patterns, but Eventbrite will actually send you the things to do in your local community. So that'll, you know, each week, what are you scheduling? When you fill in that block of time, when you do your weekly schedule, what's in there for your family? For family times, it's creating a fun summer. We do something in our family called weekly, we do a hiking club. It's once a week hiking club. We, we get some, grab some dinner, we find a local hike, uh, and we go on different ones. You'll see me posting on Instagram now moving into summertime, our weekly hiking club photos. And a lot of my personal, if you want to follow me on Instagram, that's where I post most of my personal photos. I don't post too many of those on Facebook once in a while I do. Now, are you doing a family reunion? You know, get your children involved in the planning. My children, I, we have a family reunion, and this is how it plays out. My husband and I agree upon a budget. Then it's turned over to me to make this um, play out. Now, I enroll one of my children to now be my partner in the planning. This year, it's my oldest son, type two, who um, is now overseeing this with me. He has to do all the research and kind of be the one to take the time to um, organize it, plan it, keep the communication going with the family. And this year we're going to San Diego. And to make this simpler, I decided to have a thing called Discover America. So for the next 10 years, my children, my grandchildren are in that age range where they're going to be, they already are going to start learning about their country, about the United States. And so our theme for the next decade is Discover America. And so we provide a budget to help us travel, accommodations, and then we'll probably go to Legoland while we're there. They, everybody gets to weigh in on what we're going to do. Uh, go to the beach, and then so the actual activities will be in the form of um, a family coming, unanimous family vote. 
So all great ideas for family time. Now, when it comes to service, this included church and some community service. And church was really easy because in the church that I belong to, you're given different service opportunities and roles you play. So, you know, that just was kind of dictated by whatever I was involved in at the time. But community service, how can you dovetail your family time with some community service? And and fill in that slot. And that one may not be, maybe you can, well, it could be a weekly offering. Who in your neighborhood needs some support? Make a meal for someone. What, how are you teaching your children service and keeping yourself accountable by having that category will keep it going through the summer. And then personal, well, what personal care time do you need? And again, just in that week, what time slot are you dedicating, scheduling in each week for personal care and knowing your own energy types going to give you a lot of value in knowing what kind of care supports your true nature. And then phone calls and follow-ups, that was just obvious. What did I need to make sure I followed up on that week with getting back to people? It could include emails now. Um, any kind of just follow-up and communications was in my six categories. So again, there's these six categories. If you just hopped on to the show, we're talking about tips for working moms during the summer, and I think these same tips can help any mom, whether you're working or not, but especially working moms, because your children's schedule changes and yours does not, so, and we have a great giveaway, it's the Covered Goods Multi-Use Nursing Covering, make sure you check out their website at coveredgoods.com, so I'm going to say goodbye to my Facebook fans, and thanks for listening in, what are your tips for summer scheduling and, and helping your family create an amazing summer. What are your tips that support you as a mother? I'd love for you to share those in the comment thread. Let's share each tips from each other as moms to create an amazing summer and a summer that will be memorable and just really wonderful for your wonderful family. So keep listening at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Carol Tuttle, or you can call in to the show, the number listed, and the copy, and the thread. So we'll keep going here on the podcast. I had a um, couple of questions come in, and they go along with today's theme. The first question from a type four mom. She says, I'm a type four, and I work from home with three children, type one nine-year-old, type two six-year-old, type three three-year-old. I love summer because my kids are home but it makes working very difficult. I don't do well with interruptions, but I feel bad because my children are so bored being at home every day. I signed the older ones up for a few half-day camps, but I feel guilty because they usually end up watching a lot of TV because it gives me uninterrupted time to do my work. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing for them, but I need to work to supplement my husband's income. And I just can't shake this guilty feeling. Thanks for your insight. Well, I appreciate your being open to feedback, Mom. And, yeah, I think being in front of the TV and um, increased screen time is an issue because it becomes the babysitter. Another question that came in today, I'm a type 2 mom with a 5-year-old type 3 son. He's totally obsessed with computer games and throws huge tantrums whenever I tell him he can't play or that his time is up on the computer. There are other things he wants to do, but he's not old enough to do them alone. And I can't help him because I have three other young children and my husband is deployed. 
I know he needs something to do, but I don't know what he can do around the house. Everything I suggest he deems boring. Do you have any ideas of unsupervised things he can do to honor his type three energy? Thank you in advance. So he's only five, and the fact that you have um, in your notes, you say that you have several other children, three others. So you have your, that's a lot of, you know, that's a lot. And so this child needs to be engaged. He's, there really isn't a lot he can do by himself. He's only five years old. You know, you have to remember he's five years old. Even though there's three other younger children, he's still only five. And so he needs to go out to either a um, preschool, a summer camp, um, a friend to play with. Uh, he, he needs to go do something. He's bored at home. And he will turn to the, because he's being challenged by the, the screen time and the video games and the computer games, yet he's getting two in his head and it's then his energy gets really compacted and then you have these outbursts because he's not physical enough. It builds up this energy. And so no, I don't think the solution is something he can do on his own. He's not a solitary child. He's not meant to be spending a lot of time at five years old being uh, doing something unsupervised that he can do to honor his type three energy. What honors his type three energy is physical activities, projects, uh, challenges, opportunities to go on adventures, to be in different spaces, to move around, change of scenery. These are all things that need, so that's, that's going to honor him. In all honesty, that's what's going to honor him. So how can you create resources? What resources can you come up with and what, that you will show up in your life that will support you and him. Because you're a type two, and so he's frustrated as well by feeling like his energy needs to come down and it needs to be expressed more, put out more. Then our next question uh, came in from a type four mom, and she writes, I'm a type three, four-year-old, or my type three, four-year-old child displays signs of anxiety, especially when she doesn't give, get her way. She wants more friends, but alienates them because she tries to control their play and doesn't want to leave the house, which seems to be her turf. How do I help? How do, how do I help end her meltdowns and get the social interaction she craves? So again, we have these challenges with type three toddlers and at their kind of early school age years. This is a four, see, and my sense is, mom, you're trying to reason with her. And she's four years old and she's a type three. So having conversations focused on trying to get through to her, for her to understand and get the reason behind what those choices are about is probably frustrating her even more. Just be real firm with her, real direct. Well, it's not an option. You can have this option or this option, and I'll choose for you um, in five seconds. One, two, three. But type for parents because it's your default mechanism. You say, well, if I can understand the why, then I can line up with this. I can, it's reasonable. And yet in your efforts to reason with her, it's for one, going over her type three, four-year-old head, 
And it's also too intellectually based. Direct, clear feedback, given choices, giving them timelines for the choices. Well, that's not a choice. Here's your choices. Which one are you going to choose? I'll choose for you. Because her meltdowns may be a byproduct of just feeling overwhelmed with all their reasoning. And the social interaction, she's, being, she's only four. You're helping her learn behavioral, you know, she has certain tendencies that will influence her behavioral experiences, but you are in behavioral training mode. So make sure that what you're, want, what you're inspiring as her behavior develops is really conducive to her type 3 energy. Outdoor play is a great social interaction for a type 3 child. Project-based, uh, you know, where everybody, you know, puzzle making. They can each have their own puzzle. Uh, what type are her friends? You know, are they able to hold their own with her at this age? Because she's still learning how to be socially appropriate. So maybe the type 2 child isn't going to fare well with her. Can a type 1 really meet her in that space? See, so what type are her friends and are they able to be, are they conducive to her social development for the age she's at that she doesn't take over, take charge? Because that's just a, a tendency for a type 3 child to take over, to take charge. And over, not because it's intentionally ill-willed. You have to remember that. I think parents think, you know, oh, no, my child's mean or they've got some motivated ill-will behind it. And they're too young for that. They're just too young. And so respond to them in the disciplinary responses, not so much as um, I have to correct your behavior because you're mean. I have to correct your behavior, you know, I'm, I'm influencing your behavior because you're only four. I'm influenced. I'm training. I'm helping you with behavioral training because you're only four. And so make sure, check yourself on that. Are you disciplining because you're not wanting her to be rude, impolite? I don't think a type a four-year-old has really um, a capacity to be willfully rude. And so make sure you're checking yourself on how you respond so that that's not your motive in your correction and your feedback. Another recommendation is my blog post managing meltdowns for each type of child. You can find that on thechildwhisper.com. It's a, you can even just Google managing meltdowns for each type of child and the child whisper, and that will come right up and you can resource that. So the phone lines are still open if there's any more callers. We'll wrap up today's show with some announce, quick announcements. Last week's child, or not, well, the podcast, the blog post for last week was my uh, latest episode of my Fox television appearance on my local talk show called The Place. It's a topic I think every parent will benefit from watching, Clean Your Room, How to End the Struggle. And I go over in this particular blog post, your child's cleanliness quotient What's their quotient? You'll be interested to learn. Here's a little tip. Make sure you watch um, this video on the most recent Child Whisper blog post because I talk about how the higher the movement, the lower the cleanliness quotient, meaning they can have more movement out and around. So a type 4 child is going to have a higher natural ability to want things to be orderly and structured versus a type 1 child just based on 
how they experience their world. So check out that most recent blog post. And you can subscribe to The Child Whisperer on iTunes. Just go to itunes.com forward slash Carol Tuttle. And, you know, there's somebody in your world today that could benefit from this podcast. Who's come to mind? Please forward them this podcast. Encourage them in a loving way to listen to it, that they're a great parent and you just thought of them and, and acknowledged their great parenting efforts and you thought this, just thought of them, they might enjoy this particular show. Then make sure to like me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Carol Tuttle. We're going to go uh, live in my home on Wednesday for the next episode of Decorating Your Type 3 Truth. And so that'll be a lot of fun. Join me on Facebook for that. And that will also be published again on my website in the near future. So that's the announcements. I don't think we have any more live callers. Thanks for everyone listening today. It's the first part of the summer. It's the time of this live show. Make sure it's a great one with this intention. I am so excited that this is going to be one of the most amazing summers to date for my family. So let's all join in in that intention because as you put intention out there, you express that energy and that energy starts to formulate your experience to come to pass. So make sure you're setting intentions for what you want. I know we spend a lot of time as parents looking at the things that need to be different, corrections, behaviors that we want changed. We're putting a lot of attention on what we want different, better. That's all good. And yet the power of intention allows us to fertilize our world with this magnificent energy to help bring to pass what we are desiring. So use your powers of creation as a parent by being specific in what you want, declaring those things, even if they're not happening. That's the power of it. You want to speak it just so it starts to shift the energy. Because as you make those declarations, that gives the energy a chance to shift for you and to create a different experience for you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week, and I'll be back live next week. And we have one more quick announcement. We have a sale going on at the Dressing Your Truth starting tomorrow. Jewelry and accessories sale will be For the rest of this week, it goes live tomorrow on the Dressing Your Truth store at dressingyourtruth.com. And you can also subscribe to my weekly Carol Today email. Every Monday, you get this lovely email in your inbox that keeps you up to date on all the content on my website. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Have a wonderful week. And remember, it's going to be an amazing summer. Think of yourself at the end of the summer looking back and going, wow. It was such a great summer. I'm really glad I set that intention in the first part of June. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing is turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that for building your inner bridge? Bridge, Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. 
Good morning. Welcome to Burger King. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this enormous burrito, and man, I, it's big. I tell you that. Dang. Mm. Give me one of them enormouses. Enormouses. Watch out. Mm. Let's do it now. <laughs> okay, I think I know what you're ordering. Get the new Egnormous Burrito now only at Burger King. A hearty breakfast burrito packed with sausage and bacon, plus eggs, cheese, and hash browns. Only at Burger King at participating restaurants.